0: You are worth it. If you love running and someone has told you, you can't run, your injury is not going to allow you to continue to run, or you're not going to be able to run the distances you want to run anymore. I think that if you love running that much and you want to put the work into it, then and you're worth it.
1: So here's the question, how do runners like us remain active, get stronger and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, running coach, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help active adults be able to run without aches and pains so you can feel good about yourself again. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 88 on the Healthy Runner podcast, and I am super excited to bring on this positive spirit so she can share her story (laughs) of how she went from Achilles tendonitis to training for her first half marathon. Welcome, and thank you for agreeing to come on the show, Lisa.
0: You're very welcome, Coach Duane. I'm terrified, as you know, but um, I'm ready to go.
1: Now you are ready for this. You've like (laughs) crushed your rehab, your training. This is like going to be nothing for you. Like it's literally a conversation uh, between you and I. So runners out there, I have some questions for you before we get started. So do you get stiffness in the back of your ankle around your Achilles area, maybe up into your calf and you feel it first thing in the morning when you get out of bed Or you might feel it at the beginning of your runs and then it kind of goes away. Have you tried rest, ice, not training for the race you really want to do because you've had Achilles tendonitis? So in this live interview, Lisa Glover is going to share how she overcame this common and stubborn running injury. Lisa will share with you the struggles she was going through trying to stay healthy and starting out as a new runner during the pandemic, but couldn't run because of her Achilles pain. She then will share her story on what helped most in getting over this condition and how she is now running double digit long runs for the first time in her life. So if you are struggling with any running related injury, whether it's Achilles tendon pain, hamstring tendon pain, runners knee, IT band syndrome or plantar fasciitis, you will be able to take, I think, some pointers away from Lisa's chat as she shares her story. So if you are a runner who is determined to run and you will not take no for an answer and you don't want to be told to stop running and you don't mind putting in the work to get it done, um, then you need to check out these specific strategies that Lisa is gonna share with you as I am sure they're gonna be super helpful for you. So Lisa, let's get started with our dynamic warm-up. This is the first question we ask all our guests. Uh, tell us Lisa, where are you from and what do you do?
0: Um, well, um, I live in the great state of New Hampshire and I have a desk jockey day job where I sit on my butt all day like many of us. and. Um, I also teach fitness boot camp and bar classes on the side. And I consider myself a mid to back of the pack runner. So I'm a, I'm a beginner, as you mentioned. Um, so I've been running since January of this year. Um, that is not the first time I was a runner. I was a, a sprinter and a long jumper in high school back in the day. A very long time ago, not to date myself, but um, about we won't ask how many about the year when like a virgin came out, shall we say.
1: (laughs) Great song, Uh, by the way.
0: Great song. So uh, that was a long time ago. And I didn't run after high school. Um, About 15 years later, I started training for a sprint distance triathlon. So I just ran the, you know, the three point one that I needed to run for that completed that, and then I didn't really run again. And so now here we are in uh, 2001, and I um, picked up running in January after some margaritas. at the end of Are you really 2020, serious i'm serious yeah <laughs> at the end of 2020 i was out with my girlfriends who have been running for a few years together and we were out celebrating my birthday i think and uh, i had a few margaritas and they i don't know if they were serious when they asked me if i would join their relay team for a a, a relay in march of 2021 but i said yes of course piece of cake i can run three miles and uh procrastinated for a while until one really cold January evening they said all right today's the day we're going for a run and so that was my first run in January and I showed up with about five layers and a down coat on ready to go and they were like oh no 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 <laughs> and uh but you know that first one was great I did we did three miles and I didn't stop so um that was wow yeah that's I impressive. Mean, I, I, you know, I think it's because I um, am a fitness instructor, I have that, you know, I was able to at least be strong enough to get through the three miles. I'm, you know, I'm not very fast, but I had the endurance and I had the strength and I had the calf strength and um, I have the calf strength, but yet I had the Achilles issue. So, (laughs) but in any case, yeah. So I I consider myself really a beginner runner um, because all my running in the past had been you know, three miles short distance. And now, as you said, here I am double digits. It's it's pretty impressive. I never thought in January that this is where I would be.
1: Yeah. Well, you've definitely come very far in a short amount of time. So this is, and this is common, right? Like just, Hey, I was an adult onset runner myself. Right. And when I started running, I got hamstring tendon pain. That was my first injury because I kind of, didn't know the strategies that we're going to talk about today. Right. And right. I got injured. And, you know, even though you definitely had the endurance there clearly to be able to run like three miles out of the gate in cold new England, January weather, <laughs> uh, which is super impressive, but I love how you commented on like what you wore, because I think we all have made that mistake as beginner runners, as well as overdressing in the winter. Cause you just think, Hey, it's cold outside. Let me put on like five layers of clothes yeah. and, you don't realize you don't need that many if you're running in the winter.
0: (laughs) It took me a while to get the hang of it.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. Hey, we're constantly learning. It's an evolution. I learned something new, like literally every day still about running. And, you know, that's the whole goal of this kind of podcast is to kind of share, you know, that information with others who we might be a couple of steps ahead of them. Right. Um, Right. So, and that's what I'm super excited to talk about is, you know, this Achilles pain, because this is... kind of a, um, common injury that runners can get. And I knew your success story can help provide some level of comfort or some motivation or, you know, just helping with the strategies, just because honestly, there's not great information out there when you Google Achilles tendonitis, um, when Dr. Google tells you, um, and it's usually not, there's not a lot that are based for runners or, if it is, you kind of like know the information was written by a doctor or some medical professional who isn't a runner. And it's kind of like biased toward basically resting, icing, and stop running and get over your pain. Um, so I think hearing, you know, you sharing your story is going to be super helpful for those. Um, that have this condition so let's kind of dive into that situation before you and I met um, and started you know working together you know what was the scenario you were facing and how was your running going at that moment in time after you started in January how long were you running when you started getting symptoms
0: um, I would say I was probably running about three months before I started really getting the symptoms. Um, I was running about two or three times a week and then a long run. So I wasn't running a lot, but um, I did agree to do this this uh, half marathon relay in March, um, sometimes around St. Patrick's Day. But in the interim, I actually did do a 10K about two weeks before that. So, cause I felt pretty strong. And, um, but I was also, um, I think, think pushing myself maybe a little too fast and it got to the point I would say maybe around April early May where I was adding a few miles to my runs and then my long runs because my friends were training for a half that they were doing in May I just started running with them on their long runs on Sundays and those were pushing upwards to six to seven eight miles and I think that's really when the pain started. I was just going way too far for my, my ability. So um, and then I just got frustrated because it was, I'd go out for a run and my Achilles would just start aching. And if I stopped to walk, they would hurt even more. I couldn't get up in the morning. They were just killing me. It was, it was, it almost made me want to stop running, which I really didn't want to do.
1: Yeah. So what made you decide to kind of get some help at that point? Well,
0: you know, I came across your podcast and I came across the Healthy Runner Facebook group and I lurked and read things and listened to your podcast. And um, I started to do a little bit of research on my own because that's what I like to do. And I just got so overwhelmed with all the information out there. And I thought someone's got to be able to help me with this. I just can't I can't figure out what exactly I should be doing. And the other thing is I wanted to do a half marathon in October. So um, I didn't, there was no way I was gonna get to a half marathon with the pain in my Achilles. It just was not gonna happen. And then, you know, also we didn't talk about it but I also had a little bit of hip pain. Um, So if anyone's suffering for like IT or um, hip flexor pain I mean, that went away in literally like two weeks. (laughs) So, I mean, if there's people who have hip flexor pain as well we nip that right in the bud. I, I haven't, I've had hip flexor pain for years. I can't even tell you. And, you know, we could do a whole nother episode on that, but within, you know, two or three weeks, my hip flexor pain was absolutely gone. The Achilles took more time. I think that's probably a more common injury, but
1: yeah. And the the Achilles, I think, because it is a tendon. Um, I love that you said that it took a lot more time because that's what I tell, like all of my clients. it's like these tendon injuries take time to heal. And to build up the strength and resiliency in those tendons, tendons don't have the blood flow that muscles do. Or even, you know, if you have a joint related injury, sometimes some inflammation, like a just had a client uh, the other day, unfortunately, sprained their ankle, um, you get some swelling in there. And then that swelling goes down, things heal up, you know, from an overstretched uh, ligament in the ankle. But yeah, tendon problems, the Achilles tendon, the hamstring tendon, um, patellar tendinopathy, it's not as common, but runners can get that one. Um, and if you know, most of you guys listening to this, if you've ever had not related to running whatsoever, but if you've had tennis elbow, same type of situation. It's a little tendon in the elbow, um, but these are these chronic kind of what we call degenerative changes to the tendon, and they do take some time to heal, but they do heal. And you actually saw some like early on, like significant results when we started kind of putting you on the on the right uh, pathway. But before we even get to that and some of those strategies, um, you know, I think you said you had the motivation of kind of like the half marathon. Um, and, you know, I, I do get a lot of people who reach out and it's like, hey, I have Achilles pain, you know, what should I do about it? And I guess, did you wind up listening to the Achilles episode? I'm trying to think, did I even I did. do that one before? I did do that one before. Yes. We met. Okay. Uh, yes. Wow. I did listen <laughs> to that.
0: And uh, it was, okay. it was one of the reasons that really made me think about reaching out to you. And, and I, I thought about doing it many times There was probably at least three times where I started to instant message you. And then I thought, well, who am I, this novice runner to be getting a running coach? And like, who am I? That's for like elite people, you know? (laughs) Um, But I, I just eventually, I just got so overwhelmed with the information. And I just felt like you were credible, like I trusted you, that you were interested in runners and you were interested in helping them get over their injuries and run pain-free. And I just felt confident and comfortable contacting you. And then, you know, we met, we talked and it was a good fit. So, you know, here we are. Uh-
1: and <laughs> I am so glad that you reached out and yeah, I get that a lot. And I think it's so common that we, we don't give ourselves enough credit and we're like, well, I'm just, I just run this speed or like, I, it's like yeah. super rare. I ever talk to someone and they're like, yeah, I'm very happy with my speed and I'm a fast runner. And, you know, I know it's like su- super, even fast runners like that, right. It's all subjective, right. Like what you consider fast. Um, they don't say that, you know, cause they want to get yeah. even faster and they want right. to get to the next level. So, um, I love that you kind of, uh, gave us or painted that picture of the reality of like what we all go through. And even I've even, you know, struggled with that myself and being not a runner. Right. Because like you, you know, I was from the fitness world and I was a personal trainer and I just worked out in the gym. Like I didn't run. Right. (laughs) So I wasn't a runner. Um, I don't think it was till I did like 20 something road races where I finally was like, okay, I think I'm a runner. Like I think I got my first t-shirt that said like runner on it. I was like, (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Um, but it is funny how we have that uh, mindset. Um, But I'm so glad that you did reach out to me. And I remember specifically like our first conversation that we had on the phone. And I knew that you were like all business and you were like 100% like ready to go. You were ready to like take action. And that's what I love is like working with people like yourself who, who know like, okay, I, I realize I am not the expert in this area, like, but I know I need some help to like, let's, let's do this. Like, I'm willing to put the work in. You tell me what to do. Give me the strategies. I will do it. Yep. Um, Just kind of bring me along the path. And I knew like, right from our first conversation, I was like, and I, I remember it too, I was like confident. I'm like, Lisa, we will be able to get you out of this pain and we will be able to get you to train for a half marathon. And you did say is, that. It is because though of the type of personality you are, right? And you're a go-getter and you're not going to take no, you know, for an answer and you want to, you know, get those solutions that you need to, you know, continue moving forward um, in your health. So when we started working together, you know, what were some of the things you noticed kind of right away that were helping um, and worked well?
0: Well, we did about four weeks, I think, of just mobility activation type things to help with that hip flexor pain and with the Achilles. And those were heel raises and the eccentric heel drops and those kinds of things. And then other things for the hips, which, like I said, I remember talking to you after a month and I said, my hip pain is gone. I was just stunned. It was just the biggest thing. That the hip flexor pain was gone. But um, the Achilles, I did notice a bit of an improvement just even after a month. And, um, but it takes, you know, work every day. You have to do those exercises in the plan every day. And um, I think, you know, when we talked, I don't know if it was the last time or the time before that, but I, you know, I just can't say enough about being consistent. And, you know, consistency is key. We, you know, yes, let's, yes. you know, but, um, you know, I got a little lazy, I, I did the, the the rookie mistake of feeling good. And I got lazy on my exercises and I, I wasn't doing them like I should have been doing and I was getting out there and I was running and the pain started to come back. And I got a little freaked out. And I thought about like, well, what am I doing? What am I doing that could be causing this pain? It's what I was not doing. <laughs> I was causing the pain. And I, I quickly realized that I was being lazy and not doing the things I needed to do. And I stepped that back up again. And within, you know, probably about a week and a half or so, the pain subsided and, you know, we talked about it. And I said, well, I've learned my, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> so you have to kind of stay with it until, it's time to to back off so um but the heel the heel lifts the eccentric heel drops um stretching foam rolling foam rolling i do that probably at least twice a day first thing in the morning before i go to bed i foam roll and um it just really makes your body feel good and it helps you connect with how you're feeling so you know just foam rolling your calves for 5 minutes is you know just back and forth but if you move them around and see where your aches and pains are it really kind of helps you connect and and feel you know what's going on in your body and I think that really helps with just in everyday life but just even with running if you're not doing the things to kind of help your body and feel where those aches and pains are you're, you're not really going to I think put the work in to to make them feel better.
1: Yeah, no. So thanks for bringing up those strategies. And actually, I think the most um, significant thing that you just shared with us right now was that time when you did have a little setback. And just because I think this is an important lesson for everyone who's listening to this, especially if you have any of these tendon problems that we just mentioned, um, is this is common to have minor setbacks, but it really is dependent upon the strategies that you take when you have the setback, right? And not just continuing to plow through. So what really Lisa was talking about. Hello there. <laughs> For those listening on the podcast, we just had the cat come into the yep. uh, the video screen there, so that was like the classic Zoom uh, <laughs> Zoom bomb. Yep, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but it is the the common scenario where we push ourselves we start feeling good and then we're like oh i don't need to do these exercises i'm feeling good let me just run more and i'll continue to run and it will just go away now and a lot of times with these tendon problems that isn't the case and you can have these setbacks but it's not catastrophic if you do a little course correction. So what you and I did on our monthly deep dive coaching call was we recognized that. And then that's where I really kind of dove in deep because you said, you know, your pain levels were a little higher that month. And I I believe this was our third coaching call, if I remember correctly. So it wasn't even like the first one or the second one, right? You know, you were making steady progress and I was like very pleased with where you were. And then there was this, like, you went down and you kind of regressed a little bit and it's like, okay, well, let's, let's figure out why. Right. And then we kind of further questions found out they weren't as consistent with the tendon loading exercises. And then we kind of really prioritized those. Right. And then we saw a big difference. Um, so for those of you who are listening and you don't have a run coach who is a physical therapist, and maybe you went to physical therapy for your Achilles tendonitis, you went for two to three months. Your physician, your insurance, whatever cut you off and you were discharged and they were like, good luck going back to running. When you go back to running, if you have any increase in pain and now your pain's getting worse, that doesn't mean you're not a runner. That doesn't mean you need to stop running and you know your body's broken, you're just too old and you can't be a runner, right? There are things, and especially if you stop doing your exercises that your PT gave you, then that is common to come back. Now, that being said, I will say this as well. It doesn't mean you need to do the exercise forever and ever. (laughs) So there's a time period as you progress, you're doing less and less exercises, like a little inverse relationship, right? So as you increase your time away from the injury, then your specific exercises for that specific body part should decrease in a linear fashion um, as time goes on. You don't want to just go from doing all this time and energy on exercises for that area. And then you go to, oh, I'm discharged from PT. I'm back to running. I've been released to run, right? Like how many of you have been told by your doctor? Oh yeah, go ahead, go run. Um, you release the run and you just go run. And you're like, I don't need to do this PT exercises anymore. Like I'm healed. Um, that's not how it works. So the, the right way to get back into running is to gradually decrease those exercises and progress and change the specific exercises to that tissue. So with Lisa, it was a matter of kind of the progression. And actually I should probably state this. If you guys want, and you haven't listened to yet. Um, the deep dive that I did on Achilles pain, that was episode 60 and 61. It, it was, it was so much stuff. I had to make it two episodes. Um, and we talked about kind of why the Achilles hurts. And then we talked about treatment strategies in episode 61. Um, so go check that out on the podcast now. And in those episodes, I talked about the specific exercises that you want to do in the progression from isometrics to eccentrics and slow lowering. And then we add resistance, we add load, we add jumping plyometrics to the Achilles tendon, right? So there's like this whole progression that you need to do in order to facilitate that healing of the actual tendon and the tissue. So thank you for bringing that up because I think sometimes we're like black and white and clear cut of like, I have an injury, I don't have an injury. I need to rehab and I don't need to rehab, right? And right. there's got to be that like transition point. And as you continue, especially for these tendon problems. Hey, healthy runners, this episode that you are listening to right now is sponsored by our friends over at UCAN Nutrition. And we all love their products. they Patent super starch, which delivers that steady, long-lasting energy without the spike and then the crash and their new UCAN Energy Edge Gel that you can take with you during your runs. But today I needed to share this with you because it's summer, it's hot, we're getting sweaty out there, and we are losing a lot of electrolytes. So how do I replenish my electrolytes during my long sweaty runs is with UCAN's Hydrate product. I love this product. I've been using it for 10 years now. It provides you the electrolytes to stay hydrated without the sugar so you get that like spike and then a crash in your energy levels so since you are a part of our healthy runner community you will always get 20 percent off all of your orders at youcan.co just use code healthy runner during checkout when placing your order go ahead and give you cans hydrate a try for your next long sweaty run and trust me you won't regret it now let's get back into this episode All right. So you shared kind of, you know, the struggles you were going through as you were healing, some of the wins that you were experiencing as you were getting rid of some of your pain. So tell us, you know, where are you now? How is your running going?
0: Um, It's going great. Um, One of the goals that we had besides um, that half marathon was I wanted to get up to four days a week of running because I was doing about, you know, two or three. So I am running four days a week and my long runs, have been getting progressively longer with my most recent long run being 10 miles. And yeah, that felt great. Um, I did a five mile uh, run on Saturday, which um, as you may remember, this was a 10 mile run that we had talked about that was a lot of hills. And at the time we talked about it, it was, yeah, don't do it. Um, Hills are Achilles nemesis. And those were one of the things that would really bother my heel, my Achilles was those hills. And um, so we thought that that might be something that would set me back and maybe put me at risk for not being able to do that half in October. Um, So I wasn't going to do it, but I did get asked if I would relay it, which was just five miles and I took the, quote, easy half of it, um, which was a lot of hills, not as bad as the second half, but there was a lot of hills, and I powered right up them, and I had absolutely no pain, and I just, I can't even tell you how good it feels to just be able to go out and know that when I do my dynamic warm-up, you know, before my run, that um, when I go out for my run, I'm not going to be in pain, because it was to the point where I just, I thought about quitting running quite frankly. I thought, okay, well, I did this thing that I said I was going to do, and now I, you know, I don't really need to continue to run, but I just, I fell in love with it. I love it. I love the people I've met. I've got great friends that run. It's just a, it's one of those things that you can do together, but still be an individual. You know, you just, it's, I, you know, I do it for fun. I'm not fast, and I, you know, I don't care if I'm fast. I just, you know, want to go out and have a good time, and and uh, and run pain-free. And so I'm up at four days a week. I feel great running. I look forward to go out, going out and getting my run in and I look forward to my long runs. So I'm, I feel like I'm in a really good place.
1: I know. And that's just, I'm so proud of you just because that whole double digit run mark is like huge, right? Like when you get double digit and that was like the first time you ever ran 10 miles in your life. Mm -hmm. And like, that's super exciting. And I know I see all your posts with your running friends and like (laughs) the community, like it's so, it's so great to like, you know, how do you, how do you think like this has affected your life really? Like being able to do this.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I definitely affected my life in a positive way And, and it, it actually just sort of translates as well to my, fitness world. So just, you know, being a fitness instructor, you know, I felt pretty strong, but I, you know, I had aches and pains as well from being a fitness instructor. And certainly during 2020, um, you know, all the gyms were closed. I taught way more in 2020 than I ever taught before because we were teaching virtually. And I just was teaching at three different places. And I just was going, 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 and my body was getting run down. But you know, on the one hand, it helped with the running, but on the other hand, you know, it was sort of wearing me down. But I feel like even with running, my, my endurance is better. Um, I I feel stronger in my legs because of the strength workouts that I'm doing. I have, um, I just feel like a better quality of life all around being able to run. I think it's, I never really, you know, thought about that because I was never really a runner, but it helps with your stress. You know, I some there are days I just can't, I'm like trying to get out the door from work so I can just blow off some steam and put my audio book on if it's a long run or my podcast on for the short run just to kind of check out for a while. And I think it's just, you know, running is a really positive thing in one, one's life. And I feel like if, you know, someone's got pain and it's preventing them from getting out for a run, then they really, it really need to think about how they can turn that around, you know, don't quit. Definitely don't quit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I think, uh, most of us probably listening to this can relate, um, to the impact that running has had on our lives. Right. And I'm just so, you know, happy that you were able to continue. And when you, you know, were thinking of quitting, right. And you were thinking of, you know, maybe, um, not a runner. And, you know, like for you to be where you are now, I just love that. And that's why, like, I love doing what I do is because I get to work with folks like you, who are super awesome. And to see these, you know, transformations. um, And, you know, these injuries don't need to be the end of your running. And I think you're a true testament to that. Um, You know, what would you say was kind of most helpful, um, you know, of us working together? What do you think worked, you know? Most, and for those of you who who aren't aware, so I don't think I mentioned this, but um, Lisa was in our sixteen week coaching program where we really take you from, you know, either struggling of not knowing what to do for your strength training for your runs, or struggling with a kind of nagging injury, and then restore your body back to normal kind of running mechanics. We rebuild your body and then we get you and provide you the strategies to be a lifelong injury-free runner. And that's a 16-week program. So, you know, during that whole process, um, now that we're kind of at the end of that process, you know, what would you say was most helpful working together?
0: Well, I mean, for sure, one of the biggest helpful things that we did together was just talking about my running goals and, where i wanted to be so that you were able to not only give me a running plan to get to that goal but also tackle those little niggling injuries that would help me get to that goal so i mean it's there's a lot of free stuff out there there's a lot of running plans out there but they're not necessarily tailored to you they're just generic And that was one of the things I was having trouble with. I really felt like I couldn't help myself because there was so much information out there. And I thought, well, I could do this running plan, but that's not going to help with my Achilles. I'm going to get out there and I'm just going to feel like a failure so having the ability to talk to someone that understands you understands running understands injury and can put those pieces together to kind of help you get where you need to be and not just say okay well we're just going to start right out of the gate it's you know it's going to take some time and we're going to start with some you know easy stuff here and then we're going to just progress it as it goes by and i think that that's really one of the biggest things that I think helped, knowing that it's just not, you know, here you go and see it in 16 weeks. (laughs) You know, being able to interact with you, um, knowing that I can text you at any time if I have a question or, you know, because I overthink things, my God, I'm not gonna get my run in on this day. Is it okay if I move my run back this day instead of doing it on this day? You know, all those crazy things I text you about. that was those really are great. Questions as well. though.
1: Those are great <laughs> questions, honestly. Those are important um, because I'm actually thinking about reaching out to my coach to change my plan for the week as well. Um, so, those things are important and they do matter, right? On like which days you do which runs. And um, so, I'm glad that, you know, kind of us being able to kind of course correct when we need to, and kind of like streamline and provide you some guidance with the specific, like you mentioned the hip too. I didn't even, you know, I totally like forgot about that. Cause I was like in the beginning. Um, well, it, it came
0: and went, you know, I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. And sometimes that's what happens. Like there are some, and it, like I didn't even know honestly that you've had it for that long because sometimes, you know, that's what I love is like being able to provide someone like, Hey, here are the like two things you need to do for this, hip problem that you've had and it gets better. So there are strategies out there, guys. Um, you just have to find the right, um, strategy. So if there was anyone who was like on the fence about kind of, you know, working either with myself or one of our like healthy runner coaches, um, do you have any advice or recommendations you can give them? Just do it. (laughs) Nike, just do it. Just do it. Not not sponsoring the podcast (laughs) by the way. right. (laughs) Right.
0: Um, you are worth it. If you love running and someone has told you, you can't run, your injury is not going to allow you to continue to run, or you're not going to be able to run the distances you want to run anymore. I think that if you love running that much and you want to put the work into it, then, and you're worth it. You are worth joining this program, whether it's with coach Dwayne or whether it's, you know, one of the um, half marathon or marathon training programs that they run. I think you are, you are absolutely worth it to do this for yourself. If you want to do this thing that you love,
1: oh, love it, love it! Very, very inspirational. See, I need, I, <laughs> I need to be able to share some golden nuggets here. And are there any? You know, one of the questions I always ask all our guests on the podcast is like misconceptions of running. Um, and for you, I guess it would be like misconceptions of maybe running through an injury or recovering from an injury. You know, if you can kind of you know, share or change, you know, one thing about the misconception of that, what would that be?
0: Oh, well, I mean, I think I'm proof that injuries, running injuries can be rehabbed. You can turn them around and you can become a healthy, strong, pain-free runner. I, th- I think there's just too many people. I see it all the time that are running with pain and I did not want to be a runner with pain at all. So I, there's the, I think the misconception out there is that you're just going to have pain when you run period. And that's just not true.
1: Mm, very good one. I like that. I like that a lot actually <laughs> um, because I hear that a lot and yeah, running doesn't need to be painful. Um, it really doesn't. So thank you so much for sharing that. So guys, just kind of recapping here, Lisa is one of our, you know, spark winners. Um, she's been like the outstanding, you know, student, um, she's been so compliant with her program and, you know, she's crushing her running right now when she thought that she really wasn't a runner and, you know, she couldn't be a runner because of pain. And if, you guys are struggling with a nagging injury, and you've been told, you know, maybe you're just not meant to be a runner. Maybe your friends are telling you that, or your doctor's telling you that. Or, you know, do you really think you should be running a half marathon? Right. Like your friends or family might say that to you um, because you're having some pain. And if you're struggling with like the same old knee pain or foot pain and really want to run a half marathon or marathon without having, you know, being told to stop running. Let's guide you back to crushing that race so you can officially spark back into running shape. And, you know, the program that Lisa went through, um, as I described, is really, you know, I'm your PT, I'm your run coach, I'm your accountability partner, and really collapsing time for you and providing you the strategies that it took me, honestly, 18 years um, through my own personal running journey and helping other runners just like Lisa here. um, And, you know, my experience as a physical therapist and run coach. So if that's you, let's jump on a strategy call with me, Dr. Dwayne Scotty, as your run coach, and um see if you're a good fit to uh see how I help runners just like Leisha crush their running goals and become lifelong injury-free runners. So All you need to do is just go to sparkyourtraining.com and then just click the services tab. You're going to see a tab for healthy runner coaching, and then you can learn more about the program there. My calendar is right there where you can jump on, schedule a call with me, and we'll see if you are a good fit for the program uh, that Lisa went through and your situation. Um, So thank you so much again, Lisa. I'm like super super proud of you and all that you have accomplished. And like, I just love, again, like you just see the joy in your face and you know, how much, you know, satisfaction this has brought to you. And I'm so glad that I could just be one part of kind of guiding you along that pathway. Remember you put in the work, this wasn't passive, you didn't come right. to me and you laid on my table and I massaged your Achilles and, or, you know, did some, you know, ultrasound or stim or, you know, whatever passive treatment that's out there or gave you a brace or taped it or anything like that. Like you put the work in, there were specific exercises you needed to do. There were specific runs that I put on your calendar that yep. you needed to do <laughs> and you were able to heal the tendon and get out of pain and now be able to run 10 miles. And you are going to crush your half marathon. Yes, I, 17th. Am. yes I, I am. I can't, I can't wait. I'm super excited. Um, I cannot wait for that post and that post race selfie and metal around your neck. I can't wait. I'm super excited uh, to see that you are like such an inspiration and you've been great within our community. And you know, the other thing we didn't mention, um, as well as all of our clients in our healthy runner coaching programs are part of a closed Facebook community. And, you know, you've been great in there, just like, you know, commenting and like inspiring others and just kind of reacting to other people's, whether it's a win or struggle someone had. And that's what I just love about like our tight kind of uh, community that everyone who's on the team Um, so thank you for all you do. And thank you for honestly taking time out of your busy day. Like I know you just taught, um, a class and you jumped on here. That is awesome. That is awesome. I've never taken a bar class, so I don't know really what that entails. A lot of
0: squats. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) All right. A lot of squats. It's good glute strength and good quad strength. Oh yes.
0: Yes. They weren't happy with me today. The ladies. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. right, Lisa. Well, thank you again for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for asking me. I hope I helped somebody out there. I am sure you did. I have no doubt you definitely did. Um, And if you guys are listening to this, maybe the replay in YouTube on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel, uh, let us know if anything that Lisa Uh, said, or if you're watching this live within the Healthy Runner Facebook group, let us know if this was helpful to you and you've uh, taken any golden nuggets away from Lisa's chat. Runners, as always, let's stay active, let's stay healthy, and let's just keep on running. Until next time, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Runner podcast. Can I please ask you for a couple of favors? Can you subscribe to The Sucker wherever you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever so you never miss another episode? You'll be notified when a new episode drops every Thursday. Can you also please leave me a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? What I want you to do is to tell them how awesome you are as a runner and then tell them what you have liked most about the show. I love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them and it means a lot to me. If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, then head over to youtube.com forward slash spark your training. And you can see the video version as well as our full video library of exercises that are specific to your running on the spark your training YouTube channel. Also, if you like the content in this podcast, then you will like the community even better. Head over to our Healthy Runner free Facebook group so you can get all the bonus content, blog articles, and get your questions answered by myself and our team of Healthy Runner coaches. The fifth and final thing I want you to do is that you can help this podcast out by taking a screenshot wherever you're listening, whatever episode, and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me, that is at Spark your Training. If you do this, I'll give you a shout-out and repost it, sharing your running wins while listening to the podcast. More importantly, we'll be able to share this information with a lot more runners because that is the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of as many runners as possible to help them stay healthy so they can stay on the road doing what they love. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me in it. You can also find out how I help runners as well as our brand new healthy runner strength program by visiting our website, sparkyourtraining.com. Thank you so much for listening. And I just love our healthy runner family. And remember guys, let's stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running until next time.